Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, welcome back to another episode of the Scobro Show. I am the younger Scobro. I can't say the little Scobro. Brosco, Scobro, I said it right, but I will yield to the big Brosco, Rich. How's it going? Welcome, Steeler Nation. As we <laughs> breathe in yet that other another week of the <laughs> smell of victory, sweet smell of victory. Yes, I am Dave Schofield. I am the co-editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. Sorry, we were a couple minutes later. We were actually discussing the website with a few things going on there, and we are ready to be with you all. My goodness, doesn't it feel fantastic to be a Pittsburgh Steeler fan right about now? You have it to should. admit that, right? It should. So you happy? That's for me, but it should for everybody else. Yeah, oh. you happy? You good? Look, when I wrote the New Jerk Reaction article, did you read my opening paragraph? Or I was like, I did. I did. I was read like, and there are people that think we're going to lose this game to the Browns. Keyword there: it's the Browns. Yeah, you know what? That's the. I keep hearing that it's going to be a different Browns team. You know, every year we hear it's going to be a different Browns team, and it's not. The one reason I thought this could be a different Browns team is because I do believe they have um, one of the better head coaches that they've had in the past. Yeah. So I, I think they're they're making steps in the right direction there. It kind of starts there. So that's why I just didn't know. You know, last year I was really confident the first matchup with the Steelers and the Browns because it was a Thursday night. I'm like, oh, they have a new head coach and blah, blah, blah. And we all know that debacle, what it was. So that's why I was you, more you nervous did. than anything. I, I, I did not have amnesia. I did not. 
forget about the past with that. So what's that, bro? I said you had jinxed that last year. Yeah, that's what the problem. Well, I'm glad you're happy now because you were pretty unhappy with me at about I'm still unhappy with you. About 12:50 p.m. on Sunday, when you text me and you're like, please tell me you're not at bads. And I'm like, I am currently not at bads. (laughs) You're like, please tell me you're not watching the game at bads. And my answer was, I would not confirm or deny where my location was in watching the game. And yes, I did watch the game with one Brian Anthony Davis and company there. Correct. Um, Which I I, I put this out here. So I'm still going to say it. It's your fault. What? It's my fault that. That Devin Bush is. (laughs) Why? Because. You watched the game at bads. No, no, no. I think the difference, no. The difference was, is I watched the game with, with dad bad. Okay. Brian's dad was there to watch the game. I had, I had not watched the game with Brian's father before. That was a very nice experience. It was a good time. Um, don't know how often I'll go there because I don't want to throw bad under the bus. But there for a while, you know, the game's kicking off. I'm on Twitter getting ready to live tweet. Jeff's wondering after the game why I didn't live tweet more. I said, because it wasn't live. He's like, what are you talking about? I said, Steelers are almost done their first possession, according to Twitter, and I'm staring at a positive TV screen all by myself, <laughs> waiting for the rest of the crew to be there and for bad to actually play the game. We caught up eventually and then got behind a little bit again. But uh, needless to say, I reacted to Twitter when Twitter, when uh, Micah Fitzpatrick had the pick six. I was like, no! I'm like, what would happen? I said, nothing. Oh, you're going to love this, Brian. I tried to say it sarcastic, and they're like, wait, well, hey, you're not allowed to do that. And I'm like... Don't tell me I'm not allowed to say what's going on with the game live if you're refusing to catch up and watch the game live. That's just yeah. But we had a good time. Uh, Great win. Super relaxing. It was great. Before we move on, I know we're focused on Steelers. We got to do one thing. We've got to give a shout out to your eldest child because now the big bro Sco is now the father of an adult. That's right. Because your daughter turned 18 today. That is crazy. That's right. You know what I told her this morning? What's that? She asked. She was like, oh, she she texted me. Would you make me a cup of coffee? So I made a cup of coffee. I took it (laughs) downstairs to her. And I said, you know, you're 18 now. Now, if you get in trouble, they can just haul you to jail. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have to worry about you. You know what? Yesterday, you went out, did something dumb. They'd have to take my house. Now you go out and do something dumb on your own, they get to take your house and you don't have one. That's right. So. <laughs> yeah. So happy birthday, Alex. We are very just have to give that shout out to you that that's uh that uh we we are very pleased that you are part of the family. So let's get to this. Let's, let's talk about football. this. Yeah, yeah, we've got some great stuff to talk about of what happened. We might have to focus a lot on this past game because it's so much good stuff. But we will also talk about what's going on um, in this this coming week. Big matchup. Um, It wasn't all good, as you said. You had the injury to to Devin Bush. Mike Tomlin confirmed today that he is having his surgery tomorrow, Wednesday. So if you're watching live on YouTube, that is tomorrow. If you're listening to this on audio form, it is today because it'll be this will be out. on Wednesday. So he will be having a surgery that will end his season, but it should hopefully not affect the start of his 2021 season. If all goes well, but 
that's just the that's just the one overlying thing. So, yes, it stinks. Yes, yes, you, it does. You don't, you know. A lot of people I saw were comparing it to the whole issue with Ryan Shazier. The one difference when it comes to the Steelers as a team, but and with obviously it's not the same injury, but it's the whole notion of not having your inside linebacker, green dot person, you know, that can you know cover the run, cover the pass, not having them available for the rest of the season. The difference now versus then in 2017. 2017 only had a few games left in the season before the playoffs started. So they didn't have a super long time to try to get that figured out. Where the Steelers do have some time to try to figure it out. I know a lot of people the, were throwing the other, thing, uh, the other thing on that, though, is really Devin Ryan Shazier was covering up for a lot of weaknesses in that defense. You are hitting Devin the nail on the head. Devin Bush is fantastic but Devin Bush was was not having to cover so many other inefficiencies in the yeah you, wow man i thought i was saying some good stuff and then you come in and knock me out of the park because that is very true that when when you when when the steelers lost Ryan Chazier he was basically the the center point of their defense yeah. This this defense now doesn't real. I don't know that you could call it a center point. You know there is the whole middle of the field communication issue, but I mean, there's a lot of other things. He's he. It's not like all of a sudden when when Shazier was lost, the like you said, the the things he was covering for otherwise, just you saw how much he covered for it. You, I you weren't I, yeah. Shazier was 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 being big time in the run stop. Okay, and he was big time in covering tight ends, and at times it seemed even wide receivers. Like he was covering sideline to sideline, yeah. both in the run game and in the pass game. Yes, yeah. We weren't and, asking. We weren't asking Devin Bush to do that much. No, is that not to say Devin Bush is an important? No, yeah, don't get no, me wrong. Exactly. Very important. It's going to stink Huge to not have Devin Bush. The Steelers. But to compare it to Shazier, we will not take the type of hit to our defense that we did when we lost Shazier. I think you are 100% correct. I think it is next man up. Um, if you did not check out BehindTheSteelCurtain.com today, which is your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers, um, I did um, – Jeffrey Benedict and I did another Steelers Vertex where we took – where we talked about the stats, we talked about the film, and we lined them up into a single point, and it was looking at the play of Robert Spillane. Now, yes, it's not like he's coming in and he's going to do a better job than Devin Bush. That's not – but that he does do things that are different. Jeffrey pointed out on film that some of the stuff that's really his strengths kind of overlaps with Vince Williams. So that's going to be one thing that the Steelers are going to need to work through. There's, I don't know that the answer of covering for some of the stuff that Devin Bush did um, is necessarily going to come from even the linebacker position. They might do things differently personnel-wise with their secondary or with other things. They have lots of options, and kudos to Coach Tomlin. You don't have to tip your hand. But they are saying that Spillane is going to be the guy that's, you know, that's going to be there for the majority of that. 
I see him even taking over some of the Vince Williams stuff as well. If he's that he might be the guy that just doesn't leave the field, but they might be doing other things along with him. I would like to see some UG three if they feel that he's ready for that. Maybe it's Marcus Island. Maybe it's maybe it's using more Cam Sutton in that safety role and having Terrell Edmonds come up and do some things. Right. And I know some people are like, oh, you said Terrell Edmonds. Terrell Edmonds has played solid this year. Oh my the god. The reason the reason the Steelers are not having tight ends tear them to pieces over and over again a lot is Terrell Edmonds. Jeffrey Benedict's a, be- a person to answer that better than me because he has he has the film study where I dig into the numbers as well. Um, it's kind of a fun article we've been doing because it was good. I read it. Yeah, um, because I, I love digging into the numbers, but I really want to know if the film backs it up. So we, we are really enjoying doing that. I hope he is because I sure am. All right, so, I'm trying to remember because again I read articles and then they all start to blend together. <laughs> Let's see what was uh, what was Kevin's on day? What was Chizak? Oh, um, Kevin's. Oh man, see there you go. His I I don't want to say the wrong thing, so I'm checking it real quick. His was because yeah he he gave he's throwing in the extra film room to us. His was about the jet motion. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, his that was, was the jet motion. Yeah, and you that know was why? I- <laughs> but I will say, when in talking about Spillane, the breakdown Jeffrey had of him, um, I really liked the one play when Spillane blew up that screen pass to the tight end. Okay, when Jeffrey broke that down, was fantastic mm-hmm. because he was showing how quickly, and I think that's what how Spillane jumped in front of UG three. Mm-hmm. Okay how quickly Spillane saw what was going on and reacted. That's why he makes that play. Yeah. You're, you're bringing up something. That was why the, we will say, compared to an NFL linebacker, because I wouldn't say this otherwise, because I really wish I had a speed, the slow Tyler Medikavich. His thing, the wire, he didn't play as slow. You know, he did not have rundown speed. We know that. No. That's where the slogan. Everyone knew that. But he reacted so quickly. Yeah. I think we're seeing the same thing from Spillane. I hope the pressure and everything being thrown on him all at once still for this week still allows him to have that quick reaction because having a quick reaction saves you. You know, that's where you can make up for not being not quite as quick. Well, so, his, his his quick reaction was what got mm-hmm. him past that block of the lineman to make that tackle for the lost on, on who was that on? Was that on Hurst? Um, I yeah, can't remember. I I'm That's still thinking of him blowing up that screen. That was, was that? That's Hooper? what I'm saying. Oh yeah. Screen was the tight end. Yeah. But I, I don't think it was Hooper. It was, it was, I don't know who it was. It was one of those guys. Yeah, so, that's, that's one. so um, there's some discussion. There's some, some discussion going. Yeah, some some guy wearing this dirty brown stuff on his white jersey. Yeah. Um, some discussion going on in the live chat was something you and I actually talked about briefly beforehand because I I received this as an email. Um, the whole notion of kicking the tires on Clay Matthews. Well, here's a couple things about Clay Matthews. One, he's a better outside linebacker than inside linebacker, although we played both. One, two, he's 34. Okay, he's 34. He's losing a step. And he would be way down on the depth chart. So uh, the Steelers are going to sign somebody. It might be to the practice squad, you know, or maybe they even don't because maybe they don't have to demote someone and they'll 
and they'll activate Wisniewski because they're going to have to do something when Devin Bush goes on IR. So Devin Bush goes on IR, you're going to need another player. I don't know if it's – I mean, they could temporarily get by by activating Wisniewski or something like that. They might not even be making this move yet because they're still trying to figure it out. It might be a player to just back up on the practice squad because, remember, having a player at a position that's inactive every week is kind of like having an extra guy on the practice squad. UG3 has only been active one time. And that was not this past week, but the one before. So you're going to need another body for inside linebacker at some point. So it, I just don't know that the answer is going to be someone who's 34. The Steelers are doing their due diligence. I know they brought in somebody yesterday, a linebacker that played for Ball State. They're, they'll be looking around. The, they'll have another player at the position at some point, whether he's on the active roster or practice squad remains to be seen. So, but yeah, the reason I say that I wasn't sure what Kevin's film room was is because I've already started to get articles ready for tomorrow for the website. And we have a really good article coming out tomorrow. Um, I, I assume we're going to run it tomorrow. I loved it. Jeffrey Benedict did another film room. <laughs> it's, I, I just liked it so much because I mean, the title of it alone sold me. The title of it alone sold me. And, and that was, um, it was, of course, Steelers Film Room. Um, Jeff might change this title, but I hope he keeps it. Ben Roethlisberger and the Terrible, Horrible, No Good, Very Bad RPO. <laughs> where he broke down those plays where the Steelers were running the run-pass option and how they need to just, you know, it's not working to the strength of your quarterback. You're not running it the same because you're a quarterback. You might just be better off running mind them, but... They ran the same one three times. I don't want to spoil it. You've got to read this article tomorrow. Okay. So uh, we've well, got get off the article. Get into yeah. the super chat. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah. Because we've got two ninety nine in the super chat coming in from from is that Demexin plays? Demson. Demson. Um, he know. says Dion. He says Dion Jones for a trade third round pick. Uh, Michael Beck did an article about some possible trades the Steelers could do before the trade deadline, which is a, which is two weeks away from, it would have been, it's two weeks from four, four o'clock this past after this past afternoon. There, I got it out. Um, election day, if you, if that matters to you, four o'clock on election day, November 3rd. But um, I know we also did an article of possible free agents out there. Some people gave us flack because one of the names on the list was, I don't want to even say the name, but the last name rhymes with perfect. Yeah. If you know what I mean. <laughs> I and do. I even, I mean, Jeff was compiling what I was talking about. I said, can we throw something in there? Like, please don't, this list does not mean these are serious considerations. My goodness, look at the last name on the list. You should know that not all these are options. You know, that's not really an option, but there are some options out there. I don't know that the Steelers are exploring an option that's someone that they're going to have to call on to start or play. Yes, they did that with when she's here went down, that they brought in someone from the outside rather than play who they had. But that was also because they lost Tyler Medikevich in the same game. Mm -hmm. So that was part of the issue there. So I think the Steelers are going to see what they can do with the guys that they have to start, but also look, they're going to need some other depth pieces. And who knows, maybe you find that diamond in the rough. So anything else you want to say about inside linebacker before we roll into some offense? 
Nah, give him some time. On the, on the bright side here, is, you know, everybody's been singing Kevin Colbert's praises with the latest draft. And, I mean, you got to think back to last year, the Minka trade, and, and that they're going to yeah. figure out what they can do. Yeah. And yeah. whatever they do, they're going to be happy with. We may not be happy with. Yeah. And later on, they might have wished they'd done it. They had done it different, but the yeah. decision they make right then and there, they're going to be happy with. So, I mean, right away on our Slack channel, uh, Michael Beck asked, "Hey, any chance they could try to coax Luke Keekley out of retirement?" And I'm like, "Panthers still own his rights, as far as I know. I haven't. Fa- I couldn't right. find that they don't." So I'm like, something like that would, you know, is intriguing. But you know, I also think that. Because part of what my article said today is Spillane outgraded Devin Bush. Yes, if you look at PFF. I saw that. So, and it was in coverage that he was that it was what he was grading high in, and and but it's a very small sample size. Let's get yes. some more of the sample. We'll we'll see about it when it comes to Tennessee. So let's get back to talk about because we can take this topic of what the show is tonight. We're going to talk about it from this past week, and we're still going to talk about it to look forward. And that is efficiency. This was your idea. This was your topic. Well, one Jefferson Hartman helped me, uh, you know, dress this up a little bit. Of course. It was efficiency, not extravagance, is key to the Steelers' offense. What do you mean? What What do you take that as, Rich? What, what was the point you were ultimately wanting to make with this? Okay. Well, when I looked at this, when, when I, you know, the game ended. I got everything finished for knee jerk, and the first thing I did is dive. Went diving into the stats. Okay, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh my gosh, Ben only threw for like one sixty eight, about one hundred seventy yards. Yeah, as a team, we only ran it for one hundred twenty nine yards. That wasn't totally blowing it up nope. in either part of the game. How in the world did we score thirty eight points? Well. First, I'll take off seven that I can attribute to the defense. Thank you, Minka Fitzpatrick. There you go. Uh, we'll, we'll get there. But still, it's 31 points from an offense that really, when you look at it from a yards standpoint, didn't put up a ton. They did a fantastic job taking advantage of every short field they were you – know, Shorter field they were given, and you know, it seemed like they, they were, had an 88 yard drive in there, too. Correct, they did. <laughs> and I was gonna say, or they made the long drive, but some of those other series they didn't do a whole lot. But yeah. the ones where they moved the football, they moved the football and scored. Yes, they they were extremely efficient. I talked about some of these things on on the Stat Geek audio podcast that was last Thursday. There'll be another one this Thursday to check out. And I talked about how the Browns were leading the the league in turnover and takeaways. They were leading the league in takeaways. Mm-hmm. They were relying heavily on takeaways to get their offense going. The biggest thing, and I said it on the Steelers preview, the biggest thing the Steelers needed to do was to take care of the ball. And my goodness, did they take care of the ball. Now, Ben, he had more passes that I felt woulda, coulda, shoulda been intercepted this game 
that he's had basically all season. And you know what's funny? I'm pretty sure every single one of them, Jeffrey highlighted as being where they were doing a run-pass option. <laughs> That's the Browns the first, were all over that. The so, first three times they did the run-pass mm-hmm. option, who said it? Mm-hmm. Somebody said it. I, I, oh, my gosh. Did Tony Romo say Somebody who said on the watching the game, or maybe I was listening to something, it was almost like they called the RPO, but Ben made up his mind he was throwing the pass before he took the ball from Pouncey. You're going to love this article tomorrow because Jeffrey breaks it down that what it is is you're supposed to, for most quarterbacks, you're making the read as the play develops. They don't want to do that with Ben Roethlisberger. They're having him decide on a pre-snap read. Is what, Jim, is what Jeffrey broke down. So the thing is, it, he does a pre-snap read to decide if he's going to run it or throw it. But the prob- but therefore, the counter to that is show one thing, do another as you're prepared for it. Right. And the Steelers, they, they're running their RPOs out of the same personnel formation kind of stuff. Jeffrey breaks this down, so it's really obvious that it's coming. And, and, then, every, and yeah. everyone was a pass to the left slant. But yet he showed when a couple of times when when it was the same kind of thing, but he handed the ball off. Oh, the one he showed. Oh yeah. my goodness, there was if James Carter would have ran the ball, if he would have handed it off to James Carter, run to the right, there was nobody. nobody there was there. nobody. But that was not the pre-snap read that Ben was given. So, gotta. I don't want to take all of Jeffrey's thunder. This no, it was. No, I've read it. It was so that, good. Yeah. So, but the efficiency of this offense, and and we got on this because I said. Ben had to not turn the ball over. They 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 didn't put it on the on the grass. They did everything they needed to do to take care of the ball. And I even remember one time turning to Brian on the one run with Connor. He's coming through the line and he's still getting more runs or more yards. But he's got both both arms over, not trying to get out into space and start chugging. He's still covering it up and he doesn't care. They're not getting it out there. They took excellent care of the ball. Didn't give it, didn't give Cleveland any momentum and just took care of business. We, and I appreciated seeing some of that from Connor because I think some of that came about because we were playing with a good lead. Don't, Mm -hmm. don't just give them the ball and let them get back in. But Connor also on some, a lot of those runs, I mean, he was getting seven and eight yards. Why carry the ball loose and try to get 14 yards if yeah. you can make sure you don't turn it over and get seven or eight every time? Yes. Yeah, but it was just, oh, I just, I love, I didn't see much of this before the game, but I love how Steelers fans, thank you so much on social media, pointing out where some of the smack that Browns fans talked before the game in order to call them out on how how wrong they were. I thought this was going to be a close game. It wasn't. The Steelers have covered the spread all but one time this season. The only time they didn't was against Denver, who was a team that they are to, you know, now since the merger, since the merger, now that they beat the Eagles, the Denver Broncos are the team that the Steelers have the worst record against in yeah. regular season and playoffs. So that one was one I kind of expected because it was a it was a it was a large it was a large spread and they could have covered it if they cared because they had the ball and could have done it. So this offense, it's so nice for Ben Roethlisberger. He does not, he has yet to have to throw this team on his back and say, let me carry you to victory. But 
They haven't had to put the team on his surgically repaired elbow. I've said that before. Yeah, on a surgically repaired elbow and carry it. Correct. Uh, I think I said that on the Bleeding Green Nation podcast I was on. Will there be a game at some point this year where we he may have to look and do that? Mm -hmm. I think so. There will be, but it's nice that. I mean, we've seen the years where it's been dependent on Ben to do that every single week. Yes. Yes. So, no. yes, it, it has been. And 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 that was uh, – there's so much different with this team. Coach Tomlin, in his press conference again today, made the comment of – he was asked the question about where Ben had talked last week about how he was – it was so great to see Juju just so happy for Claypool after his four-touchdown game and that he you know wasn't upset. He was laughing, smiling, and it was genuine. And the my, the whole point was is because he had never had that. He you know just remember Ben Roethlisberger. Now the Steelers are five and zero. Oh. This was only Ben Roethlisberger's seventh game since the departure of one Mister Third and Fifth. Now, granted, he had another game in there where he didn't play, but he was still a part of the organization. It hasn't been that long because Ben missed so much of last year, and that's new to that. that that's new to him. And Coach Tomlin said. I, he's like, this is how it's supposed to be. The story shouldn't be those one or two outliers that take away from everyone else wanting every, you know, teams to improve and do a, you know, everyone else to succeed. So, but that's what's going on with this team. You've got, it doesn't matter who's getting the ball into the touchdown zone. All that matters is it gets there. Does Ben Roethlisberger care that he only threw for one touchdown and for only threw for 162 yards? Yeah, it was 168 total because Mason Rudolph had six of those in case. Oh, that's right. Um, So, which was really, really nice to see him in the game. That was so great. Um, that um yes, but but as Kyle pointed out, yes, but they waited until Miles Garrett was sitting on the sidelines. Yes. Well, I don't know if they waited or if they just kind of no, but it just happened yeah. that way. So I just like that it happened that way. But I mean, is Ben upset that he didn't put up more numbers? No, because no. this whole team, it's about the tally in the win column. Yep. It's about ben, tally ben, ben was probably just as happy to turn around and hand the ball to to yeah. to Benny Snell and see Benny yeah. Snell run th- into the end zone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and, was... and look, Juju's Schuster had what like six yards on two catches, something like that. It, it was something very small. But they haven't yeah, had to go to Juju. They haven't had to. You know, Chase Claypool was showing that he's a physical ses- specimen that they can go to. Yeah, I mean, Grandpa Strong. They were just going at him. I mean, he the was story the was the story was Josh Dobbs is the one who told Ben, hey, do the pump fake and hit him deep or something like that. Really? Let's get him up to that play that scored that touchdown. Well, and I, mean, I noticed what, the, what Ben was doing and why more balls were going Washington's way is because all the – they were rolling safeties away from, from – the you know, James Washington was getting the one-on-one coverage. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and – I think this year Ben knows I've got such a receiving core that yeah. that's what we want to look for. Get the one-on-one coverage where I know my guy can beat their guy and let's let's take advantage of it. Yeah. And I mean and the and 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 the jet motion to set up the you know to where the possibility of the jet sweeps 
is just bringing in something else the teams have to worry about. It's oh. opening up other things. It's just thank you for that article today, Chizap. Because yep. yep. I'll tell you what, that was a thing of beauty. Some of those, some of those clips he put in there, yeah. um, just showing how well that was doing to not just set up the run, but also the pass. And then I was just getting ready to say, and then I see the Brad do it up here. He wants eighteen back. I mean, Deontay Johnson wasn't even dressed for the game, right? So I mean, you look at all these different things, and you're saying. It is not that Ben Roethlisberger can't take this team and throw it on its back, and he just says, hey, I've got all these wide receivers. Let's move the ball down the field and get that. I can, I can just chuck it all over the yard. And you know what? I know Ben Roethlisberger can chuck it all over the yard. But right now, have to. he doesn't have to. You know, this, this team is set up to be able to do whatever it needs to do. And what that is is different each week. I talked about it. We, I mean, we talked about it last week about the defense. The whole plan is they have a different plan every week of what they're going to do. Um, this week, I'll tell you what I think. I'll I tell you what I, I, my belief of what their plan was. Their plan was we are going to shut down this run because there's no way Baker Mayfield is going to – beat us and we are going to make him think about getting hit every play not and he's not gonna think about getting hit every play because mm-hmm. baker mayfield does not throw the ball well under pressure that's when baker he makes mayfield his mistakes sucks. and says fix what's that as jefferson bartholomew hartman says baker mayfield sucks yeah <laughs> you know well, that's what he said but as kyle says maybe he should stick to commercials yeah these commercials are hilarious so they are we're going to we're going to come back and talk more about this topic and talk about what it means for the offense moving forward, about the big matchup coming up. And hopefully we have some time here at the end. If we don't get the questions, we'll at least get to your scores. We'll at least get the scores. We'll at least get the scores. So if you're on the listen on the audio side, go ahead and get ready to click on that part two. For those of you here with us on YouTube, we'll be back in just a matter of seconds. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay. Round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.